This is Fufara, where the little things are a big deal. Coming at you from our rooms, I mean studios, in Seattle and Dallas. We're your hosts and lifestyle gurus, Maddie and Tara. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Fufara. I'm Tara. I'm Maddie. And, and I'm Kenneth. Yes, yes. yes. Kenneth with us. Um, our first guest. Our very first guest. I'm honored, truly. <laughs> I know. I had to speak with his agent to get him booked on this gig. And you it were was... busy, too. It was hard to find I know, a time. I know. You know, I just had to squeeze in this very important interview. Of course, that's how much you guys mean to me. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm honored. I'm Absolutely. deeply flattered. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if you can tell, but I'm blushing. Well, let's get right to it then. We have very pressing matters to discuss today. Let's just hand it over to Kenneth. Well, what should we start with first? Definitely the lactose intolerance Ah, uh, yes. My, my modern lactose intolerance journey. Yeah. Um, my story. Um, <laughs> growing up, I was always lactose intolerant, but... I know, I, you know, I didn't really accept it, you know. I would, like, my mom would, like, feed me milk. Um, and then, like, <laughs> it's for your bones. And I'm like, you know what, mom? You're right. I need to drink this. And then I drank uh-huh. it, right? And I was like, I don't feel so good. Because, <laughs> wow. you know, I was like, you know, it's fine. Like, I was like, a causation does not equal correlation. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, like, whatever. And so I dealt with this for, like, years, right? Um years i even went to italy the land of cheese one may say um and throughout the entire time there i was like i was like this is great like i i love cheese and you had to put on a brave face yeah and then i never i never accepted my lactose intolerance until Mm -hmm. last year and then i fully it became my brand um as you two know during orientation i was a lactose intolerant guy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, sorry, I'm like, listen, I can't eat. It's wow. just, it's, but I learned to not be ashamed of it. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's a part of my identity now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just something that I have to deal with. And yeah. in my case, causation can equal correlation. Uh, lactose intolerance. <laughs> right. And it's crazy how the thing that you thought was making you stronger was actually the thing that's poisoning yes. you. It's a downfall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My wow. fall from grace, indeed. Wow. wow. What a remarkable, inspiring story, Kenneth. Yeah, Thank I'm you. literally Thank so you. inspired. Right I'm now. here for all the, the lactose intolerant people who have yet to accept their condition. I'm here for you, and it's okay. <laughs> Is it actually harder to find, like, good ice cream that doesn't have dairy in it? Well, you know, I have a death wish, <laughs> and so... Even, like, I haven't looked for other alternatives. I just Mm -hmm. deal with the facts. Like, my own personal lactose intolerance, it's, like, it's, like, not as bad. I don't, like, get cramps or, like, whatever. I just, like, Mm -hmm. feel gross. Um, So I just deal with it. And as you know from our trips to Kilwins, um, I like to eat ice cream. (laughs) And I just, yeah, no, sometimes I'm just, like, you know, someday I just need to treat myself. Mm -hmm. Because ice cream is too good to ignore. For our non-William and Mary student crowd who's listening, mm-hmm. 
Hillwinds is basically the holy mecca of ice cream and dairy, and they have everything from. It's so good. Yeah, it's so um, good. I've mm-hmm. been there more I'd than risk once. I'd all my lactose intolerance on that. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of ashamed to admit, I've been there so much that everyone knows me on a first name basis. Um, I think that's an honor. I think you should wear that with pride, Tara. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Well, I am wearing it uh, because whenever you do intake a large amount of sugar, it's hard hard to ignore um, (laughs) seeing it on you after a while. So I'm, I'm proudly wearing it, you know? And yeah. we do have a non-William Mary crowd. I don't know if you knew this, Kenneth, but Tara told me we have two listeners from Denmark. Denmark? Who listen wow. to us. So we are international. reach. That's wow. right. We are, we are worldwide here at worldwide. International, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But this reminded me, this story reminded me. I have a friend who's allergic to peanuts, and she can't have peanuts. And she told me, like, when she's dying – her one wish is to have a, um, before she dies, like on her deathbed when she's like 99, you know, and she's, she wants to have a Reese's peanut butter cup. <laughs> That's her wish. That's was, a way to go. I take it for, I actually do kind of take it for granted. It actually, it was like, wow, I can just eat it. And she like has to like, she can only have it when it's the end. Like that's so when sad. Wow. I know. When you're going, you're gone. <laughs> I've never, I'm never eating a Reese's peanut butter cup you know, again, without so much Yeah. yeah. Oh, I feel you, Kenneth. It's real. Mm-hmm. It's real. It's a struggle. It is a struggle, I'm sure. But do you think her tombstone would say Reese's in pieces? Like, Reese's in pieces. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't put it faster. <laughs> yes. But they are good. Well, this is a good segue. I don't mean to keep talking, but this is a good segue into into the Kissables debacle. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Have you ever heard of Hershey Kissables, Kenneth? No, I haven't. Never heard of this. I literally have been thinking about this because I thought I made this up. Like I thought, like for a little bit, I was like, did I dream this? But no, it was real. And it were it was these um, packs of it was like silver on the outside, and they were by Hershey. They were candy, and they were like they almost they looked like Hershey Kisses except they were really, really miniature and they were coated in like different color uh-huh. shell coating, like M&Ms. And they discontinued them. And I like this lives in like my subconscious, you know what I mean? <laughs> like deep seated memory of like eating kissables. And I'm just like, sometimes I'm like looking out for them and I'm like, where are they? Like, does anybody else remember this or did I make this up? But no, like they are real. They are real. They existed. And I just needed to put it out here because I'm just curious if anybody else who listens to this is going to be like, I remember. Because so far, I'm the only one who remembers these. And you can find them on Google Images. They existed. And I don't know why they discontinued them. Wow, we need, a, we need yeah. to talk to the man about this. This is a travesty indeed. We must get them back. <laughs> I think I have a little bit of a hunch that they were um, made with like so much sugar. I'm reading an article right now saying they were no longer legally considered milk chocolate. I've heard that people used to throw up after eating them. Oh, no. Yeah. So, I don't know, but I liked them. I didn't throw up. It was all good. So, so I, just, I just needed to get the word out. Exactly. Yeah. Because you know those things where you're like, did, it, did I dream that? Or did that happen? And that was one of these things for me. Wasn't, isn't that phenomenon called the Mandela effect? I just remember seeing a board. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I remember 
your Kate Kate had an, um a board about the Mandela oh, yeah. effect. Yes. Um also was, for our, our audience, mm-hmm. Kate was our resident assistant last year in our dorm hall and we have a lot of inspirational encouraging posters that are just uh viewed around the dorm and some of them include cool facts so the mandela effect was one of those posters that we saw in the beginning of the year the mandela effects i think a little different though because that's like when you you think that it's not that like whether or not it existed it's like whether or not it you remember it the same way that it was. Yeah, it's like a different <laughs> version. Yeah. Yeah. Like a diff- like Berenstein, the common one is like Berenstein versus Berenstain bears. Like we all say Berenstein bears, but apparently like really the whole time it's been Berenstain. Wow. And it freaks me out, you guys. I'm not going to lie. Freak me out. I yeah, that some some of those things are very trippy. Here, can I I'm going to ask you guys right now. Kit Kat. You can't look it up. Does it have a dash between Kit and cat like or does it not have a dash no i don't think it does no dash i think there is a dash uh, i think it has i think it's hyphenated kenneth's right but no! Yay! <laughs> yes you're right and i picture it with the dash too tara i i i still think i'm right i demand to speak <laughs> to someone about this okay can i give you do you want another one yes yeah hit us okay. um you know the fruit of fruit of the loom, like the underwear company. Can you mm-hmm. picture their logo? Yes. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> is there um? So there's a bunch of fruit, right? There's a bunch of fruit. Is there a cornucopia? You know the cornucopia. You know what that is? Yeah. Like a basket. It's like a right? croissant. Is there a basket thing. like cornucopia? Yeah, it looks like a croissant. Yeah. <laughs> is there? Is is it in the background or not? Yes. No. Kenneth says, yes. says no. I would remember a cornucopia. It's such a special word. Um, Kenneth's right. Kenneth, what <laughs> is it that you're not telling Kenneth's us? Kenneth's bad at this. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just guessing. No, but they're, it's weird. These things are, I don't know. I just find them so interesting. Okay, fine. Last one, and then I promise I'm done. Okay, you know, Looney Tunes, right? Uh-huh. How is the, how is the tunes spelled? T-O-O-N-S. I was okay. a child so brought up on Looney Tunes. The, I should know this. T-T-U-N-E-S? Kenneth wins. But aren't you, like, feeling so weird about, like, your reality, Tara? Like, isn't there a little bit, like, have I been seeing everything wrong? Because I don't hey, I feel that way. Quite frankly, Maddie, I mm-hmm. feel discombobulated. I feel disillusioned. Yeah. I feel disoriented. And I mm-hmm. feel that the last 18 years of my life have not counted. That's fair. No, we like, I don't mean like it's true. I just mean like, I, no, it's not true. I just feel the same way. I get it. Because you feel like you, when you like picture something in your head a certain way and then it, it wasn't like that the whole time, it makes me like freak out. But yeah, I, I feel like it would freak most people out. Yeah. It definitely freaked me out. Wow. And well, I have a high yeah. freak tolerance. <laughs> Very low key of you. <laughs> oh, yes. Here's another part of, um, a very interesting subject. So Kenneth and I, as, as well as my roommate Maya, shout out to Maya. Hey, <laughs> we love Maya. Maya. Uh, they have this just ridiculous notion that I am not, oh. ha- I am not low key, and I th- and I just came to learn what low key was, and I think I am the embodiment 
the physical embodiment of Loki. I take everything in my stride. I mm-hmm. am very chill, as they say. I definitely think you're chill. I don't, I, I've heard this before, just from Maya, <laughs> um, about, you know, she's like, are you, is Tara low-key? And I think, I think you're low, Kenneth, I think you're low-key. What do you think, Kenneth? Um, you know, in some t- situations, Tara is low-key, but in <laughs> other situations, she is very not low-key, mm-hmm. I will say. Yeah, I think that's, I mean, we're all that way, though, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But I will say, and I told Tara this, the day I met her, and I don't mean to, like, pat myself on the back because I was right, but I was right. I said, Tara, you're iconic. Like, I could already tell that she was iconic. Y'all, <laughs> stop it. Oh, my God. I was right. I was right. I just, you know. Yeah, Tara is iconic. Yeah. You know, um, I might, I'm many things, as you guys know. I, mm-hmm. I'm iconic. I'm low-key, uh, despite popular belief in Kenneth's. Uh, wild ideas I uh-huh. am and I'm also as we were discussing last show a chocolate aficionado mm-hmm. or connoisseur but Kenneth would you call yourself low-key no no <laughs> I am very I would say I'm high-key high-key but I could see that I don't think I am low-key am I low-key medium-key <laughs> <laughs> I think you're just the right key. Oh, yeah. Wow. You're like a C just major. Just the right key. The Goldilocks key. The yeah. Goldilocks key. If you were a scale, you'd be C major. Okay, no sharps, <laughs> no flats. You hit every note, you know? Very dependable. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. This is so nice, you guys. I just love coming on to my own show and making people <laughs> flatter me. This it's, is great. It's like the opposite of a roast. It's, it's a harvest. um right is that a rose when i think of a roast i think of like burning but when i think of a harvest i think of sunshine spring flowers uh, pollination yeah well i think to transition into another very fascinating topic Mm -hmm. we should talk about avatar the last airbender avatar the last airbender Yes. yes I love that show with all my being and all my soul. Um, but yeah, I don't know what else to say. I love it. It's very inspirational. There's so much character development. It's just like, it's so perfect. Mm-hmm. It's one of those like Nickelodeon children shows that you'll carry with you for the rest of your life and you'll basically impose on your children. Yeah, it has aged really well. Um, I thought I would, like, watch it again, and I would be like, oh, these are for children, but then I, like, ended up being like, oh, Iroh, no, Appa, no! <laughs> um, and I think one of the things that appeals to me most about the show are the four tribes, just how everybody can harness the energy and the power from different elements of the world, and I think in a way we can do that in reality. So are you water, fire, earth, or air, Kenneth? I would like to be considered air, um, very free, uh, low free key. form, low <laughs> key, yes. Um, just without a care, maybe a little chaotic sometimes, but you know. Mm-hmm. What, about what about you, you Maddie? Yeah. I've never seen Avatar. You've never seen Avatar? Never seen. I know there's the guy, his name's Aang, right? And he has yes. the arrow on his head. 
mm-hmm. um, and he like controls all of them. Um, mm-hmm. That's my extent of my knowledge. Yeah, he has to control all of them in order to protect the world from the Fire Nation. Okay. So, yeah. like, is it like, is it like the, is it like Hogwarts? Where like, I know I feel like it's an offensive <laughs> people. We're like, no, it's not like Hogwarts. But is it like you know the houses, like each of the elements, like do they have personalities? Yeah, there's like partic- particular traits that are associated with each element. But unlike the Hogwarts house, you can't like pick and choose. You're like born into it. Okay. Um, it's like a hereditary thing. Hereditary. Okay. Hereditary. Is that the same as like genetic? Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, passed down by, like, blood or whatever. Um, very interesting. It's a little too science for me right now. <laughs> <laughs> All these science words. Ugh. Oh, I don't remember anything in ninth grade biology other than, like, angiosperm, gymnosperm. Oh. I didn't remember that. I took, a qui- I took a quiz in my bio class, and I, like, failed it. And it was on, like, angiosperm and germs. I was like, I don't know what this is. It was not kind of, you're majoring in, in something STEM, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. majoring in kinesiology and health okay. sciences. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Going to change the world. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I suppose. <laughs> I remember whenever I took biology tests, the only question I consistently got right was about the mitochondria because I always yes. remembered the mitochondria is a powerhouse, the powerhouse of the cell. Of the cell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's my mantra. You know, I keep saying it and it just gives me strength. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it gives everyone strength. For our next topic, I don't know. I'll leave it up to I- you guys. I want to hear about these dreams you're having. Yes. I've, okay. I've had like two like kind of crazy dreams, but they're like on the like two ends of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. I'll start with my current, like most like current one, right? And it was actually a very low key dream. Low yeah. Key. Word of the day is low key. Um, <laughs> yeah. But since we've been home, social distancing and quarantine, I've been really missing William and Mary and our community. Mm-hmm. So one day my brain decided to dream up just a day in the life at William and Mary. Like I woke up in my bed and I saw my roommate, Duncan, shout out to Duncan. Um, <laughs> and I was like, gotta get ready for the day. And I went to my classes and it was very like idyllic and like sunny. And like, I walked to like ISC and we went to the amphitheater and I went to Spotswood. It was just all, it was just like a normal day. And then I woke up and I was like, no. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I mean, like, I like my home. Mm-hmm. I love my family and everything. But also, <laughs> I miss William and Mary. Oh, yeah. No, that's yeah. fair. And then that's I had fair. a dream that caused me a lot of stress, like, a couple of months ago that I still remember. Like, usually dreams don't last this long, but mm-hmm. it's, like, wild. So let me see if I can remember everything. Have you guys watched Grey's Anatomy's before? Grey's Anatomy before? No, it's on my, it's on my no. list. Okay. Well, the opening scene of my dream was like me on a plane. I was surrounded by these characters or whatever. It was very dramatic, and then the plane starts like going down, right? No. And I was like freaking out. I was like, "What is going on?" Like, and then I went up to the pilot, right? And the pilot, I was like dude, like, can you, like, help us? Like, can you, like, get this plane to, like, not fall? He was like, sorry, man. And I'm like, you had one job. I'm like, I'm to fly this plane. Anyway, the plane, like, 
like it's it's like a descent down right so i see my mm-hmm. impending doom um we're falling in the ocean which is good i guess um but then we see a cruise ship and we're like going towards the cruise ship and i'm like please not run into this cruise ship and like and we didn't we landed right next to the cruise ship right and we're like <laughs> help help and like it doesn't seem like interesting now but it gets better don't worry about it and then <laughs> out of nowhere right there's like Godzilla popping out of the ocean and it was like roar roar and stuff right and I was like swimming for my life um and you know how dream logic works right where like I was like swimming I was like swimming and then we made it to the shore faster than Godzilla I believe which I was like well I'll just accept it (laughs) it was like it was like we were at the beach right but it was like a restaurant like it's like Virginia Beach for those who live in Virginia um, but it's like, it's like a, it's like a beachside touristy place. Right. And we were like, we went to the business owners. We were like, guys, like you got to like get out of here. Like Godzilla's coming. <laughs> um, and they were like, no, no, it's okay. Like we'll handle it. I'm like, no, I don't think you understand. Like it's Godzilla. You have to like flee <laughs> like right now. Yeah. There's God in the name. Yeah. So like, what are you doing? Run. And then, so Godzilla comes, right. And so he starts like, like terrorizing the beach, like as Godzilla does, um, and then they, like, try to stop him with, like, pitchforks and whatever. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then they soon realize their mistake. And then Claire comes in. Claire, <laughs> Claire is like, Claire's like, oh, my God, Godzilla is here. I'm like, yes, Claire, we got to go. And then Godzilla, like, starts raking the beach with his tail, right? Because his tail is, like, spiky and all. Um, this is, like, weirdly specific. But I, like, remember him, like, raking the beach in, like, night street, like, night nice neat lines and I just remember saying like oh yeah Godzilla he's like one of the nicest monsters out there like he he's still a monster but he's like such a nice guy and then Godzilla like starts talking right and he was like yeah he was like yeah thanks Kenneth now let me get back to my like whatever burning and so burning Claire, huh burning like burning the town down yeah, yeah, you know. Oh, yeah. Arson, wow. Okay. I know, I know, Godzilla. This dream is almost done. Do not worry. Um, and then we went into, like, this restaurant, right? We're like, okay, I don't know where this came from, but we're like, uh, table for two, please. <laughs> it's like, while, like, this, like, Godzilla, that. like, yeah. while this Godzilla thing is, like, terrorizing. And then yeah. we're like, and then they're like, sorry, we don't have any tables. And then Claire was like, excuse me. <laughs> and she like, And then she, like, yelled. She was like, a Karen like that time she was like I will speak to your manager I was like yes go girl um and then we were like and then once they were like um leading us back towards the table we saw Kylie Jenner oh and then gosh. we were like and then we stopped by where Kylie like use your social media influence and just be like and just be like tell tell them that Godzilla is here and like everyone needs to run and she was like Kylie was just being like you know, I hear a lot of fake news a lot. Like, I don't believe you. And I'm like, Godzilla's, like, right out there. Like, excuse me. Um, and then we're like, whatever, Kylie. Like, whatever. And then we sit down and we have dinner. And then that's where the dream ends. And that's when I wake up. But oh I woke gosh. up and I was, like, very scarred. Like, the whole day, the rest of the class, I was, like, not paying attention. I was like, Godzilla. You were, like, looking behind you, ready for yeah. Godzilla to stray. Yeah, I was yeah. ready. Yeah. Wow. Sorry, that was, like, a very long dream. No, I love that image of... Godzilla attacking the town and you and Claire just getting the table for two at the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, it was very weird. So I guess um, we know what you would do in a crisis. That's yes. Know. Mm-hmm. How very low-key of you. Hiya. 
Thanks for listening to our podcast, Foo For All. Our listeners' input is so essential to our show, kind of like dairy. Unless, of course, you are vegan or lactose intolerant. Um, on second thought, that was a bad example. Anywho, please email us your ideas, your thoughts, your foofara to foofara.theworld at gmail.com. By the way, for copyright purposes, the name of the catchy tune we use in our intro is called Mouthful of Diamonds by Fantagram.